0: Hello, I'm Peter Best, and this is Meet the Expert, the podcast series brought to you by Boehringer Ingelheim that talks about topical aspects of swine health management in practice. This episode completes the first season of Meet the Expert, and we thought we'd mark the occasion by signing off with a slightly less serious podcast than normal. With me is Dr. Marius Kunze, who is Global Technical Manager for Swine at Boehringer Ingelheim. And he's been the driving force behind establishing this podcast series and making it happen. Marius, hello. When (laughs) you look back on season one of Meet the Expert, Marius, what will you recall most about it?
1: Thank you, Peter. Um, Yes, welcome, everybody. This is you are very well known for for asking challenges, challenging questions, Peter. And this is one of them, uh, because this is really difficult to point out or pick one particular um, key feature or one particular um, event uh, that took place. uh, looking back to uh, season number one, I really appreciate the entire journey a lot. Um, having uh, this project started um, in beautiful uh, Brittany, um, where we uh, where we had the possibility to uh, to interview so many key opinion leaders from the swine world, uh, that was a fantastic start for the project and. The ditch that we had in the summer with uh, the COVID outbreak, or uh, probably um, in in uh, April, um, and then adapting that content to a virtual environment. So it has always been a challenge, and it was not really an easy ride, but um, a very fun one.
0: Yes, you're right enough. But even before the online conversations had to start, you talked about Brittany. We were in Wren, weren't we? And what (laughs) listeners never knew was we were, in fact, in a soccer stadium. Recording those <laughs> yeah. things, which went very well, until Absolutely. they decided to cut the grass <laughs> yeah. on the football yeah. pitch, yeah.
1: And, and even even before that, right? Because we uh, uh, went to that hotel, and as we arrived in the hotel, uh, we figured out they didn't even uh, have a uh, have a quiet room for us, and then they suggested <laughs> to us that we recorded in the uh, in the breakfast room, in this uh, echoing breakfast room where the oh, words yes. were bouncing from left to right.
0: Yes, it was a wooden shell, wasn't it? Yes, exactly that. So that was a fun start. And and I'm quite sure that uh, I would agree with you. Uh, It's very difficult to pick out memories of the first season. And the last thing we want to do is pick out any particular expert. And I would, Marius, like to just express my thanks again to those people we've been talking to Absolutely. because they were they were fascinating yeah. and again yeah. listeners you might know that uh, many of those people we've talked to uh this was their first experience of doing a podcast yeah. they're very used to lecturing students or yeah. talking to farmers or whatever Absolutely. but this business of being interrogated as marius said by computer it was a first for them as well and my hat off comes comes after them all for how they managed that and how very patient and agreeable they were as well as informative so anyway that's that marius uh, you talked about you know the challenges of the online beginnings that we had to work out uh, i mean one of the other things i must say was a challenge was Uh, that we set ourselves that that each podcast would be about 30 minutes long. And we've followed that guideline ever since, as you know. But 30 minutes, my goodness, that could go by like (laughs) the blink of an eye. And as the host, it's been absolutely horrific for me to stop people talking at the (laughs) same time. You don't want to say, stop, 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 especially when they're coming to something you've waited half an hour to hear. It's really, sometimes you you think, no, 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 I'm gonna have to let them finish what they're saying. And uh, you know, this is important. And so this 30 minutes became a real nightmare for me. I'm surrounded by clocks and watches and everything to try (laughs) to stick to it. And then I'm thinking, I don't think I want to stop this at all. Anyway, Absolutely. that was, that was, uh, certainly, uh, one of the challenge. Uh, the other is the uh, big, as topical and up to date as possible. I'm thinking, Marius, of swine, African swine fever in particular. It seemed to me that every conversation I had with an expert was followed almost immediately afterwards by an official announcement from some country or another about the disease in Europe. And uh, Mm -hmm. you know, it was really uh, interesting how we sometimes even anticipated what some of the things that were happening. And I think Marius that African swine fever, uh, you know, for when we come to tell our listeners about season two, I don't think we're done with African swine fever yet. I think there's more to be said Mm -hmm. there, and uh, we'd be happy to do that. when you talk about season one, Marius, I mean you're a vet yourself, a swine <laughs> veterinarian. <laughs> you know you've listened to all these podcasts, like our listeners have. You know, I mean the the knowledge and insights that the experts have shared with us about multiple health issues in swine has been fascinating. Uh, but for me, I have to say, as a non vet, it's been great to be reminded several times. There remains a great deal we can learn about the health and well-being of the pigs under our care simply mm-hmm. by spending a bit of time in the barn just observing and listening. And mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. seems to me that's an old story, but one that's <laughs> never going to go out. of date. Right.
1: And that was the initial start for the episodes, right? That were the first episodes that we recorded with. Yes. With, yes, Doctor Stevenson was right, talking about yeah. the coughing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, pig with purrs how it sounds. Yeah, yes. uh, he's yeah, which, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. he's which, one which, of a which, kind. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, he, he prepared it actually mimicked the cough, which yeah, I think yeah. I wouldn't have had the nerve no, to do that. No, but that it anyway. was fascinating, and yes. I remember
1: he just arrived from from Ames, Iowa, as came out of the plane. Uh, and uh, he asked us where should we start and we uh, brought him to 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 the hotel room to to my hotel room and we uh, had to feed him with uh, with espresso to keep him awake <laughs> but he was yeah. so brilliant in explaining uh, that mechanism and this is something i really like about him because he is able uh, or you are able just by listening to understand pathology you don't have really have to learn it it just makes so much sense when he's explaining uh, the disease and the mechanism um, and also the clinical impact this was uh, absolutely fascinating
0: yes i agree with you i think it's something that's not just PERS, which was that particular first episode but uh, across the board if you Take it from the point of view of pathology. You suddenly understand what you're seeing in a farm situation, and in the early signs, and so yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know that there, there is a reason pigs cough and yeah, these other yeah, things, yeah, you know, yeah, or yeah, die, or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. And it's helpful to to get that. Yeah. Uh, Maris, at the other side, I mean, I, as I say, as a non vet, I was interested in the talk of penside tests and oral fluids as mm-hmm. as uh, an alternatives to serology and mm-hmm. testing and mm-hmm. so on. Mm-hmm. But we've also heard about the evolution of viruses in season one, uh, mm. uh, you know, of course, in another area. So surely one of the most topical issues of the year. Uh, among swine pathogens, it's clear that evolving viruses demand both renewed vigilance against agents we thought we had firmly under our control and uh, focus on appropriate vaccination responses. Uh, from your veterinary veterinarian point of view, uh, there was much which was applicable at a field level, even in, in that evolution discussion, wasn't there?
1: Yeah and this is something really surprising um because we really have the opportunity here to to, uh, to interview world opinion leaders um on on their field of expertise um and from uh, and you would probably know um, when you're long enough in the business that you have the assumption, okay, you know so much about influenza, you know so much about guilt acclimatization, you know so so much about about, uh, mutating viruses like PERS or Parvo virus. Uh, What is new about Parvo virus? And uh, while you are talking to these uh, world opinion leaders, these key opinion leaders, you find so many new aspects and so many new things uh, to think about and to rethink uh, how uh, to rethink our action, how we have um, how we have dealt with with disease, how we have uh, dealt with uh, with animals, and this is absolutely fascinating.
0: Yes, it's almost like uh sort of rewriting the textbooks. <laughs> in my case, I mean, you know, I. The, the only knowledge I have is from the textbooks. And, uh, you know, I'm surprised how quite recent textbooks have been out of date when you listen to Absolutely. our experts yeah, yeah, on, yeah, like, on on these control missions. Yeah,
1: yeah. and like Professor Wojnarowski, a, a, a very a recent uh, scientific information about the spread of African swine fever. We just recorded another uh, podcast. Um, this is going to be... Um, I played in season number two with uh, Klaus Deppner, also a fascinating researcher. Um, they are, it's really difficult now because I uh, uh, fall into the trap that I didn't want to fall in the beginning to pick out uh, uh, specific <laughs> names.
0: Oh, yes, yes. We're not being rude to the others. So <laughs> no, those, no. I, I mean, some <laughs> of the others uh, have been but so it, delightful.
1: With, absolutely. And with every single episode, um, it was absolutely fascinating to to, to listen to uh, like top virologists like uh, Professor Hans Nauing, Professor Enrique Matteo. We had uh, Professor Andrea Ladinic from Vienna. Sharing her experience with uh, high pathogen purse. Uh, we had uh, Pierre Ritt Hansen, a uh, fascinating researcher on, uh, on influenza. Lars Erik Larsen from Denmark, uh, swine consultant. Carmen Alonso breaking down the rules of biosecurity to farm level. I'm talking
0: about the use of visual aids. Don't forget Absolutely. that. I, right. I think yeah. that that yeah. was really something that I've gone away and thought, right, you know, putting it across to people who work on the farm, Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. supervisors or yeah. firing barn yeah. attendants or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're dealing with people from different nationalities, different languages, different backgrounds. Yeah. And we're trying to make a team where yeah. we're doing things yeah. in, in a, a sensible way. And, yeah. Those conversations like with Dr. Alonso, I think were, yeah. were fascinating. And it was, you mentioned Dr. Detner, he's, he's one I know who's strongly in favor of, you know, the role of education in the widest sense, both for within the farm, but also, you know, as far as disease control is concerned, but for the general public, because, you know, disease, as he says, is a human factor it's Mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. it's not so much the pigs it's the people Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, uh, you mm -hmm. know those i think are are certainly things which would be my take homes Mm -hmm. uh, on on that sort of area Uh, when you listen to them though and i'm going to come back to this business of the evolution of viruses and so on um you know it it is quite remarkable to me that these uh, people who are after all academic They're very close to the field in their understanding Mm -hmm. and their ability to relate what they're seeing in a virus, for example, Mm -hmm. to what is happening in the field. And uh, that, to me, I really hadn't expected. I thought they'd be (laughs) sort of in some sort of ivory tower, but not a bit of
1: it. Right. And therefore, Peter, I'm super happy to have you uh, because uh, you have the ability of not being a vet, and therefore ask very practical questions and I think, I think
0: stupid questions is what I ask. <laughs> I don't members, want to be they they well. Peter, If, no, if this question
1: fun. would be stupid, we wouldn't have so many listeners.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably enjoy the stupid questions. Yeah, gives them a laugh while they're driving along or whatever it is they're doing when they're listening to our podcast. Yeah. but so but, I said I would say season one's been a good start. Uh, would you agree with that?
1: Absolutely. And I don't want to forget, um, I have not mentioned yet, if I'm not mistaken, Professor André Philippe Streck, who is one of the few researchers... Uh, focusing on power virus, and you, you could assume power virus. What's new about power virus? And just listen to his uh, two episodes absolutely fascinating what he is explaining about the evolution of the virus. Um, and not mistaken, um, uh, I have also to mention uh, my friend, um, uh, Paul Henning who, um, uh, was doing a fantastic interview um, during our uh, event in Rennes. Um, That's right.
0: We we're always sequencing and so on. Which, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I understood it, which is, you know, <laughs> there's no greater compliment can you give to somebody <laughs> than they can tell me sequencing of, a, of a, a pathogen and make it clear. Right. Yeah. He um, said it's
1: like taking out uh, just one side of the book and then trying to compare the two books.
0: Yeah. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, no, it, it was it was certainly good. I, I think all of them, though, have been uh, really uh, you know, Great choices, and I'm glad that you say we've got some very good people lined up for Season 2 and that uh, our listeners will more than find that these episodes that you have for Season 2, they're more than repay the time spent listening to them. Uh, And, of course, I hope, Marius, that our listeners will continue to give us feedback because that's always going to be extremely helpful to us in shaping these Absolutely. episodes yeah. and knowing yeah. what what is needed yeah. And I talked about length of episodes and all sorts of things like that. You know, we can certainly adapt to our listeners. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think yeah. that's what we inevitably yeah. will do. What we got for season two, then just very quickly. We're going to run out of time, aren't we? But what have we got for season
1: two? Peter, before we come to season number two, I, you said that um, you the your, one of your biggest challenge was to squeeze all the information into 30 minutes. Yeah, um, And one of my mistakes, was that I um, every time I told the uh, the, the people in the uh, as we did the debrief for our interview guest as well as uh, the debrief with you I said oh, no worries this is a podcast episode and we can easily cut out content that if it's too long the answer. Um, to fit it into 30 minutes, but um, so far we haven't really done that Um, because as I was listening then to to the raw material from the interview, uh, there was so many valuable information in it that I I just was not able to uh, cut out um, uh, uh, parts of the conversation to shorten it uh, to a time frame. Um, So you
0: cut out my questions instead then, right? (laughs)
1: <laughs> probably in season number two. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that.
0: Okay. Okay. Season number two. Right. Uh, so as I say, what have you got lined up? And, and our listeners won't w- want anything more than just headlines <laughs> at the moment. What sort of subjects have we got lined up?
1: Yeah. Um, probably. Uh, it's uh, now everybody is taking a rest. We are at the end of the year. It's. Um, uh, Uh, a few days before Christmas and uh, everybody's drinking Lüva and and eating cookies or preparing the turkey or wearing the the Christmas uh, sweater. Um, But you have been very busy in the last weeks, Peter. And you have, um, I'm very happy about that because you were able to record really uh, a couple of nice episodes that we are going um, to launch next year, beginning of next year, I guess. Um, And these are with... um, with swine practitioners on area regional control in Denmark, on guild acclimatization in Europe, on uh, we have Clayton Johnson guild acclimatization in the US. Uh, we, as we talked about, we had uh, Klaus Deppner um, informing us about um, the link between ASF and human behavior. Um, so they are, really... and then of
0: course you've got Dr. Rutger Jansen who is my favourite topic so far, got uh, call super yeah. that, which has been colostrum management. Absolutely, yeah, where yeah. where we're dealing with these larger litters born yeah. these days, yeah. Yeah. and you know the need to uh, make sure these pigs get their start in life so uh, you know i think that was that's going to be great as well and that uh we've got some episodes with dr Janssen who studied this very closely and so uh yeah i i think we've we've got a good start and guilt acclimatization i think is one of those subjects where we can never do enough uh reviews of that because we know all of us what we should be doing, but so few of us do it in practice for all sorts of practical reasons. And so, you know, it's trying to get something between the optimum and the practical and making that work and making it work from a health management point of view, uh, you know, it's going yeah, to be yeah, interesting yeah. to yeah. talk to those people. Yes, but you mentioned Dr. Uh, uh, Ruth Hansen and, you know, her reference to, uh, influenza A virus as a favorite virus. And I must admit, in season two, I'm, everybody I speak to, I'm almost tempted to say, what's your favorite virus? And, <laughs> and you know, and get from them. I, I guess everybody's got one. They've studied more than anything else. You guess uh, so, yeah. But uh, I think they're all fascinating. So season two is... On the stocks, listeners, that's very good. But, Marius, I think we have uh, taken up enough of our listeners' time. Uh, listeners, you've heard what Marius and I have to say about Season 1. Uh, now, how about reliving some of those moments in our podcast when things did not go exactly to plan? As we say goodbye for this season, for Marius and from me, here are some outtakes for you to enjoy. Have a good time over the Christmas period. We'll see you next year. Goodbye. Thanks.
1: Goodbye and happy Christmas, everybody.
0: Hello. Welcome to this edition of Meet the Expert, a new series of podcasts on swine disease management in practice, presented by Boehringer Ingelheim. My name is Peter Best. I didn't like that so much, Patrick. <laughs> Ready, steady, go. Stop, stop, stop. that? Pr- reprodu- <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what the magic thing here is okay sound test sound test you okay okay yep we're ready. we're ready we're ready we're ready Okay. and uh you are ready so okay let's try and as i say give me if i make a mess of this okay with us is dr ph uh sorry stop i'll just continue that <laughs> Just continue that. Okay, stop and go again. Doctor... Doctor Paul Henning... Henning? Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I shouldn't have called you PH. Take two just from there. We've done hands, so I'll just go from Paul. Kind of yeah. <laughs> Let's try and, as I say, forgive me if I make a mess of this
1: it will be will be helpful but um i Peter, i don't know what to say here um and i'm sorry and i got lost
0: <laughs> general end take three you have been listening to a meet the pot take four This episode ends our first season of Meet the Expert podcast. So I want to thank you, the listeners, for joining us in this series and our interview guests for their expertise and participation. We'll be back next year with new episodes, so stay tuned. On behalf of everyone on the Meet the Expert team and Boehringer Ingelheim, we wish you all an enjoyable and peaceful Christmas holiday. Goodbye.